Max Barber, it seems like we have a theme this week. And that theme is Japan. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for Cube Critics with Jacob Alloy and Max Barber. So, Max Barber, this week I saw The Boy and the Heron, which is the new Hayao Miyazaki film. Ooh. Or, as in Japanese, it's called uh, Kimi Tachai Wadu Ikuru Ka. Meaning? Uh, it means, How Do You Live? How do you live? Yes, which I think is actually a far better title for this film. It tells the story of Mahito, a boy growing up during World War II, whose mother is tragically killed in a hospital fire. A couple of years after that, he moves into the Japanese countryside uh, with his father, who is set to remarry. Uh, And while he's there, he learns about his history, his family history. His great-granduncle was some sort of sorcerer or wizard or or, or researcher who was intrinsically linked to this big, beautiful tower that exists out in the forest. And much like prior Hayao Miyazaki films like Spirited Away, uh, Mahito enters into it to save a family member and gets swept up in this beautiful whimsical story about love, loss, time, fear, and bravery. So I'm highly recommending it. The Boy and the Heron, out now in theaters. And I also saw a Japanese film, oddly one that was also inspired by Miyazaki's film, even though this is a Godzilla movie. This is in fact called Godzilla Minus One. It is a new film. It's directed by Takashi Yamazaki. Uh, he is a director who kind of specializes in taking older Japanese material and making it new again. He did a, an adaptation of Space Battleship Yamato, actually two of them, which to American audiences known as Star Blazers. He did a film called Stand By Me Doraemon, famous Japanese character, and a Lupin Three film, another very fa- famous Japanese film, all very highly rated. Um, it is essentially a reimagining of the original Godzilla, which I consider to be the best Godzilla, but Godzilla films in general are comfort films for me. I always enjoy watching them, good or bad. This one is very good. I would say it's among the best. Um, it's got a lot in common with other really good Godzilla films, and that Godzilla serves as a metaphor. He is a walking creature of destruction that represents actual destruction in the, the real world. The original Godzilla was a response to the bombing, the atomic bombing of Japan. This one, Godzilla really represents war in general. He is uh, a creature that wanders ashore and destroys cities, um, indiscriminately killing civilians. Uh, The story tells of a soldier with PTSD who has rebuilt his life in burned-out Tokyo as Tokyo is rebuilding, and all of a sudden this force of destruction comes uh, ashore. So the film also contains a critique of the Japanese government, and particularly how the Japanese government treated human life during the war. Um, It's about a group of soldiers, in fact, all of whom are sort of shell-shocked, who must come together to try and defeat this this wanton force of destruction and really make a, a very human decision to try and do it with as little loss of life as possible. It really is a, a film about humans coming together to try and solve a problem without creating a problem, um, which is surprisingly moving for a film that's really about a, a walking um, dinosaur who can breathe radiation. 